Hey, good morning. Welcome to San Fernando Christian Community. Happy Sunday to everyone watching live stream from home. Today, ang pagpag-usapan natin is healthcare, but healthcare for the soul. Kasi most of the news is about yung healthcare sa pang-kontra sa coronavirus. And talaga naman, there's a virus and nakahawa siya and people are na nag-investigate, nag-research kung what are the causes uh, sa jabayan or galing sa paniki. Anong symptoms ng isang tao na may COVID? Anong dangers niya? Sino at risk? And higit sa lahat, kaya tayo naka-home quarantine kasi highly contagious. Nakakahawa. Grabe. So, parang yung yung ginagawa natin ngayon, yung nababasa natin ngayon sa media is all about medical health care. Yung mga frontliners and people looking for uh, va- a vaccine. But there's also a concern for health care of the soul. Lahat tayo nangangailangan ng soul care because our soul can be in danger as well. A few weeks ago, we talked about the virus called sin. Lahat tayo pinanganak na infected. We're born with with this need for a vaccination. Dahil lahat tayo ay nahawa. Nahawaan tayo sa kasalanan ng ating mga forefathers all the way back to Adam. And so ngayon, we need Jesus Christ. Siya yung pinaka-vaccine that can rid us of the, the sin and the guilt and the sting of death. And you know, in sin, it is something very dangerous because it destroys our quality of living. Just like in the coronavirus outbreak, may mga tao na at risk. Sa sin virus, may mga tao na at risk din. People who maybe are struggling with addictions. People who maybe did not have parents growing up. So we need to be very helpful and compassionate sa mga tao na infected with sin. And the soul, I, I want to just mention this, ang soul natin is something that includes three parts. The mind, that's our thoughts, at saka yung emotions, that's our feelings, at saka yung, yung, yung will, or our our decisions. And so when we say soul care, it's a holistic thing about not just body, but it's our mind and our will and our emotions. We need to have a well-being on the inside, hindi lang on the outside. And the soul needs to have protection from the viruses. Your mind might say, I want to go out. Your emotions have a feeling. I feel good when I buy new clothes, or I eat a cheeseburger. Or maybe you say, with my choices, with my will, I choose to break up with this boyfriend or this girlfriend. And yung mga choices natin, pwedeng minor, everyday decisions, or pwedeng major life decisions that has a lifetime impact on our present family and future families. But there is a viral pandemic that is also a soul pandemic. Hindi lang coronavirus, but sin virus. And people spread the coronavirus. Well, people also spread another virus. Fear. Panic. People spread, uh, uh, you know, sin. And it becomes contagious as well. 
So today, as we look around and you know, na quarantine ang bung bansa, there is going to be soul dangers. Ang tao na laging nasa bahay and di makakapag halubilos sa mga ibang tao, that person will have uh, isolation issues. Social distancing ang uso ngayon. But the human being needs a touch, needs a hug, a handshake, or a, 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 a pat on the back. Or we need to have people to give us, you know, human warmth. The effects of a person who is mentally unwell can be stress, can be anxiety, which under anxiety, nandun na yung worry, nandun na yung fear, and even depression. These are the crisis that we're in right now. Crisis means we're out of control. Hindi makokontrol ang emotions, ang feelings. Hindi makokontrol ang government. We cannot control the health situations, a community. Hindi natin makokontrol ang, ang future, the government. So marami tayo out of control. And out of control means you're in a crisis. And the people na especially at risk can be kids and teenagers. Because nawawala yung structure that gave them security. Ang bata na pumapasok sa school, suddenly hindi na pumapasok sa school. So nawawala na yung kanyang routine. Nawawala na yung kanyang teacher. And the people sa buhay niya everyday na, ang feeling niya, ito ang stable. This is solid for, for his emotional well-being. Wawala yan. Yung structure for teenagers, it's gone. Yung kanilang interaction sa, sa friends, which is highly important sa mga kabataan, wala na yun. Kanyang-kanyang bahay, naka-lock-in. Elderly people are highly at risk. Dahil ang mga elderly, uh, already, even before coronavirus, ang mga elderly ay minsan feeling useless, feeling uh, itinabi, feeling isolated from what's happening sa bahay, what's happening, mga decisions. And not only that, but pati frontliners, yung mga healthcare professionals na pumapasok kasi they have to. Sila yung mga nurse, mga doctors. Maaring may struggle sila with their soul. Fear. Worry about their own health. Worry about the health of their family. And another people that are, another kind of people that are at risk are people that are already dealing with mental health problems. People that already have heavy emotional burdens. Lalo na yung mga taong na may addictions to alcohol abuse or, or drugs. People who are in a lot of debt. Lubog sa utang and then biglang na may, may shutdown, may, may lockdown. And this can really cause a person to undergo a traumatic soul experience. And we need to take care of more than the body. Friends, we've got to start taking care of our soul. Because, you know, some people, I think, spend more time taking care of their hair or their fingernails or even the eyebrows than to take care of the inside. A lot of people spend hours, you know, preparing their their makeup and their hair and get up nila, but never go out without first checking, how's my soul doing? Anong condition, anong health status ng aking kaluluwa? How's my mindset today? Anong attitude ko? And so we've got to spend more concern, more priority taking care of our soul. Binuusapan natin ngayon is about 
health care for your soul. Let me give you some tips that I think would help you take care of your soul. Una is moderate media consumption. Hindi yung over takot sa mga news and chismes and all the latest news, madalas fake news pa. Yung social media, pati yung mga traditional media, it's, it's a bombardment of bad news, uh, to spread fear. And of course, uh, kailangan natin na maging updated kung ano nangyayari, but we don't need too much. So I would say, to take care of your soul, huwag mag-overdose sa media. You know, moderate lang. Yung, yung talagang highlights lang and then tapos na. Huwag yung every 15 minutes checking kung ilan na. Ilan na. Tapos ilan na sa San Fernando. Ay, isa pa. Pero hindi confirm. Huwag yung ganon kasi nagiging, ano, nagiging paranoid. And the news media and too much TV, too much uh, news is really going to not be healthy for your soul. The second M is to maintenance your physical body. Your physical well-being. Sabihin natin, body, breathing, and balanced diet. Yung katawan needs sleep, exercise. Breathing for, uh, you know, I, I would do a four, 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 four. So inhale, four, hold it, four. Exhale slowly for four counts. And then breathe out uh, for four. But if one inhale, hold, exhale, hold, and repeat. So that's uh, breathing. And then balanced diet. We need to eat good food. I think uh, it's a good time na tayo na mag- magtanim para makakapag-grow uh, ng mga sarili nating gulay. And another M is to maintain relational connections. Mahalaga ang relationships natin. Kahit hindi tayo pwedeng na mag-gather together, but through uh, the, the, the Facebook or through calls and texts, we can still maintain Relational connections. Relationships are so vital to the, the health of our soul. Higit sa lahat yung relational connection natin sa Dios. Relational connections with our families. And now, poros contain sa bahay, pagkakataon ito talagang to repair, rebuild, renew relationships with the most significant persons that, that, that there are to us, our family. And then another relational co- connection is to your church family. If you don't have a church family, we, we want to be a family to you. You know, Kamini Bambis, Zion, we're a family to you. And our, we have cell groups that are family. And we, we, we do life together. And it's better. We is greater and better than me. So we need each other. Kailangan natin uh, to maintain relational connections. And then as you Give concern. Kasi minsan may mga iba pang tao na nangangailangan ng help. The relational connections is hindi lang para sa'yo, but also for you to be a blessing. You are loved to be a lover. You're blessed to be a blessing. You're healed to be a healer. And minsan, as you give concern and care sa mga ibang tao, it is in that giving that you receive. It is in that helping that you are helped. It is in that carrying someone else's burden that your own burden biglang nawala, na lift off. And then another M is to manage your time intentionally. Sinasadya ang bawat paggastos ng oras. Because sometimes we're just killing the time or watching the time pass and go by. Pero our time is our life. 
Kailangan ito na i-manage. What you do not manage, you lose. And with time, you can never recover lost time. So we have to really, during this time of, of COVID, COVID lockdown, kailangan natin talaga na i-narrow ang focus natin. This is the best time to revisit your personal mission statement. Alamin mo kung anong dahilan kung bakit nandito sa earth nito. Kasi nawawala na yung mga external things. Nawawala ang ating mga trivial, yung mga hindi mahalaga na bagay. Pagdating sa crisis, pagdating sa global effect of negative things, it's really the time to cut off some things na hindi mo kailangan, hindi essential, and narrow our focus down to what's really valuable in life. And so that is what I'm doing, and I hope that's what you're doing. Na maging very focused ang buhay natin, very intentional ang buhay natin. And last week, ang pinag-usapan natin was uh, what to do during a lockdown. Sabi ko, yung time, mahalaga na we have a time with God, a time with family, time for learning, because keep growing, keep learning, and a time for ministry, to serve other people. Well, let me add to that. It will help our soul na maging healthy kung meron tayong time for thanks and time for giving. Pasasalamat at pagbibigay. Bakit ang pagbibigay? Well, ang pagbibigay ay isang antidote. Itong isang uh, pangkontra sa selfishness. Kapag tayo ay nagbibigay at nagsuserve, ito ay nawawala na yung selfish spirit within us. And giving thanks is one way not to restore your well-being emotionally. Ito ang isa sa mga ways to change your habits from being negative to being positive. So giving thanks is great medicine for your soul. Another another way that we can overcome mental illness, mental emotional uh, sicknesses during times like this is to use the strength and the weapons that God gives. Now, God gives us two amazing weapons, joy and peace. Sabi ni Jesus in John chapter 15, My joy will be in you and your joy will be full. Your joy will be full. How? Kailan? Paano? When Jesus' joy, hindi yung sarili mong joy, when Jesus' joy is in you, then your joy will rise up to overflowing fullness. And then he said in, in John chapter 14, verse 27, I'm gonna give you peace. I'm leaving you with a gift. Kapayapaan. Hindi yung world peace. It's not a peace na kung saan wala nang sickness, wala nang kova. It's a peace na that passes all understanding. It's a peace that is there, resident, permanently within you, kahit anong nangyayari. And that peace, sabi ni Jesus, is not from the world, it's from me. I give you my peace. And then in Romans, it says that the God of peace will crush Satan under our feet. So it's a weapon. Peace is a weapon. Joy is our our strength. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. The joy 
of the Lord will be your strength. No matter what happens during the COVID lockdown, COVID lockdown, don't lose your joy. Because your joy na pang boost ng immunity. It actually will affect your physical strength when you keep your joy. And there's other kinds of weapons that the Lord gives us. Faith, hope, and love. Those are uh, tools. Those are the equipments na binigay ng Diyos as a gift so that we can overcome and have victory. You know, because faith, the Bible says in First John, that's our victory, our faith. Hindi nawawala yan. Mawawala na yung physical strength or health. Mawawala na yung financial. But if you've got faith, you'll never experience defeat ultimately. And then faith, hope. Hope is what def- uh, fights back against the spirit of depression. When people feel depressed and malapit na magsusuicide, it's because nawawala sila ng hope. They don't hope that anything will get better. They believe it will get worse. They don't hope that this COVID-19 will pass. They don't have the hope. They want perspectives na maganda. But hope is our weapon. It's a, an equipment. It's, a, it's like a tool na pang contra sa mental illness. And then love. Faith, hope, and love. Sabi ni Paul in Rome, uh, Romans chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. These three things will remain. Faith and hope and love. And the greatest is love. Yan ang regalo ng Diyos sa atin na kung saan it will affect, it will protect your emotions. It will protect your mind. Just like peace will guard your heart and mind. Love is the, the, like the safety net. No matter what happens, God still loves me. Love, the, the perfect love of God, Cast out fear, worry, anxiety, panic, and all kinds of mental issues. So we've got to use the resources that God has given us to maintain mental and emotional, spiritual health. Why do people have, you know, spiritual and emotional and mental problems? Bakit minsan nagiging unhealthy on the inside? And how can we prevent that? I'm going to invite a friend from Texas, who's a psychologist, a family counselor, and he deals a lot with this kind of uh, mental and emotional issues. And I want to just interview him and let you hear his perspectives about how to best deal with the mental or the soul health care during times of outbreak globally. Well... Magandang umaga sa lahat at uh, nandito na isang kaibigan ko na taga-US. Dr. Sean Boros uh, is a licensed professional counselor as well as a marriage and family therapist. He graduated from Abilene Christian University and has his doctors from uh, TWU there in Texas. Sean is licensed in the state of Texas and he's been married to Emily for 22, 23 Four years. Four years. Okay. And we've got four amazing kids. And so thank you, Sean, for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You know, with this COVID-19 outbreak, the pandemic all over the world, it's not just physical or medical health care that people need, but we need health care for our soul as well. Mm-hmm. 
So Sean, what are some of the most common or the widespread types of mental problems that people are at risk with during a pandemic like what we're facing these days? Well, as we all know, we are in a time uh, that is unique and difficult, even though that we may struggle with some things that they're heightened right now. So I believe some of the most common ones are, of course, anxiety, uh, worry, uh, depression, loneliness, all those uh, jump in there and they're, they're pretty um, overwhelming at moments uh, because of maybe what's going on with us. Uh, one of the most common uh, experienced issue, I would say, just across the board would be anxiety. And, and part of that is just facing the unknown. Um, and that's a really scary piece, especially right now. Um, and, and, and of course, that right now, what we're experiencing uh, is leading into that loneliness um, because I've, I've lost my connecting points in life. My rhythm in life has either stopped or it's altered. Um, and so a lot of times I really have a difficult time. Uh, and many of us have difficult times knowing what to do with that. Uh, the routine is gone. The structure of our day, especially maybe for children and teens, when they lose the expectations of going to school and Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, even talking about our, you know, our kids, you know, there, there's a certain rhythm that makes sense and that we've done almost their whole life. And, and this is a totally different rhythm. Yeah. Um, and so we're adjusting to that. And sometimes again, that unknown, uh, can create that stress in the house, in the home and stress within me. And therefore, Maybe I, I act out a little bit different uh, than I normally would. So we have to be aware of that as we're moving through this newness. So what kind of family conflicts are to be expected? And how can we navigate through these so that we don't end up wounding the people we love the most? Really digging in and understanding me understanding maybe where some of my pressure points are, maybe if it's patience, maybe if um, a lot of times if anger jumps in there, um, that's probably a residual effect or a residual feeling of other things that might be in there as well. Mm-hmm. And so I really have to be aware of, of maybe some of my own triggers or my own emotional pieces. Um, you know, God has created us with, with emotion. Uh, he's given us with uh, th- that gift. Um, but of course, when we uh, are in that place where, I mean, the reality is we're confined and we're confined in a smaller place than we're, that, uh, than we're normally in. And so we have to be very aware and prayerful about where we're at as well. So I think that's a, as a family, we have to be aware of, of patience level of maybe the intense emotions that we experience. And just be aware of that. Right. So, so self-awareness is a key to getting along in the house. Yeah. Stress, you know, so stress, worries, anxiety often feel, it feels like a natural response, right? So mm-hmm. when we're in that moment, it almost feels like this is natural. Mm-hmm. But, but the reality is the, the reason why 
we are feeling this way, while we experience the stress, worries, anxieties, because especially right now is our known security has been taken away. Therefore, our world has become unknown. Um, and so we often have difficulty recognizing uh, what's really going on inside of me. Therefore, I respond in fear and worry, anxiety. And that's almost a, a that uh, fight flight response. So we have to be aware of, of those moments. And, and sometimes it's the, it's the inability to fully understand and change the situation that I'm in. So, uh, therefore we become stressed in our inability to adapt. So we may have a, a background uh, or a family uh, that just exhibits a lot of anxiety. And, um, and so there, there can be an environment that we grew up in. Um, but the reality is I, I think that we can make a choice um, as we get into our faith and walk with the Lord. Once I experience this, um, once I find that I'm walking with the Lord and he's really allowing and taking some of this away, it doesn't mean that I will never have that thought again um, or I'll, I won't have that struggle again. Uh, but I understand that my anchor is Jesus Christ. And in our connection, another piece that I think where spirituality comes in and reinforces and helps out is that we're community. I don't know how people can make make it through a difficult situation without a church family. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, time after time, people are just mentioning how uh, spiritually, um, emotionally, physically, making it through situations because of their church family. So our connection uh, as brothers and sisters in Christ uh, is is vital. And is so important during this time. So uh, we are used to seeing each other weekly, um, enjoying our hugs, handshakes, conversations. Uh, we gain strength from personal connection. Um, so I want to encourage just for a moment that, that we reach out and we connect. Um, and, and I'm actually suggesting, and actually this is what I've been doing every, every day, is uh, reaching out uh, to at least two people a day. Um, and to have a real conversation with them uh, and let them know how much the, lo- the, the Lord loves them. Uh, another part that I think the spiritual spirituality plays into the role of, of our mental health is leaning into the truth of God's word. So I know um, so many times when circumstances become overwhelming, um, we, we call on the Lord and we ask the question, why? And he has so many answers within the word of God. Um, I'm, I'm often drawn to James chapter one, verse two, because it talks about consider pure joy when you go through trials of many kinds. And, and even if we just spend a moment there, just the joy uh, does not mean happiness. And the joy is an understanding of our connection and relationship with Jesus Christ to what God has done for us. So, you know, when, when we're working through our, our mental health and, and our, some of the emotional and spiritual and physical issues that we come across is leaning into, to this. And, and, uh, another part that I also hear a lot is, um, not feeling 
comfort or peace. And mm-hmm. I think we have just as uh, across the board, I think we have a, as Christians, we have a different definition of what peace. It's not comfort in our situation or circumstances. It's, it's a peace that uh, passes understanding of this world. And so I, I love in John chapter 14, um, verse 27, uh, Jesus says, peace I'll leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Um, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So there, there's some parts in there that I think are just perfect when we're talking about um, our, our mental health is because he, it's his promises. It's in his hands. And we don't have to figure out the perfect equation to get out of this, um, it, especially if we're dealing with depression. It feels like we're in a, a hole or a pit. And, and sometimes we lean on our, ourselves. Like if I can figure this out and, and what part of the promise here is saying that peace is what I give you. So those are just some of the things that might be helpful for us to remember with our mental health and, and spirituality. It's all so very, very good. Those are really practical things, John. So yeah. as a church family, what can we be doing to help our community, you know, in promoting mental wellness um with with our church and in our community is we've been reaching out um and and this can look uh this this can have such creative ways in which you can reach out so i believe we can make a difference when we reach out and ask some of the most simple questions such as how are you holding up uh, that, that that just has a really uh, a, a sweet approach to it um or um because they're letting us um they're letting us know if somebody's asking me that i know that they're caring about where i'm at and so reaching out um and letting them know that we're walking beside them um you know to however this looks in our community and in it, even in your community is for for people to know that they don't have to do this alone. Um, so that message that if we uh, if we all ask a couple of people, as I mentioned earlier, how they're doing, um, we're taking care of our community. When you give and serve, it breaks that trend of or that tendency to be self centered. The best way to counter the spirit of selfishness is to serve other people and, and, and give to others. And what that does then is in, I think it's God's way of, of causing us. It actually brings a healing to our soul when we think of others, reach out and serve. There's, I mean, when we are emptying ourselves as we are serving, right? Jesus, his heart is about service. I didn't come to be served, but to serve and and what an opportunity for us to show up and shine and be the light, to show the light of Jesus Christ. Um, th- this is going to be this is going to be a hopeful time in a very hopeless situation and circumstance. Yeah. Well, 
narinig niyo po ang mga practical na advice na galing sa isang doktor na psychologist sa US at uh, nakikita ko na sa gamit ng mga practical tips na ito, we can be the light and we can shine uh, the light of Jesus even in the midst of this darkest hour. And I think that's exactly what uh, Psalms 23 was about, that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I, I won't fear, have stress or have anxiety. Uh, have depression. I won't be, I walk through, but I'm not going to camp out in the valley of the shadow of death. I'll walk through it and I will do so without fear. Why? Because he is with us and he is for us. And again, in that same chapter, it says he restores my soul. So it's not the time to feel guilty. If we've had some stress, if we've gotten angry or depressed, this is the time to just go back to the Lord as our shepherd. Savior, like a shepherd, lead me. And he will surely restore our soul, which is our mind and will and emotions, and bring us to be the light that he's called us to be. And the light shines all the more brighter when things are dark. Anything else you'd like to share with the church here in the Philippines before we end the call? Absolutely. I, I just want uh, everybody to know that you have a brother in College Station um, that is going to be praying for, for you. And I hope that you as brothers and sisters are going to be praying for us. And uh, I, I hope that this is a blessing to you and, uh, and know that, that the Lord is so good anywhere we're at. And so thank you for, for having me and inviting me uh, to do this. Thank you, too. God bless you. In the Bible, a lot of God's people, prophets, kings, people that loved God, a lot of God's people had emotional, mental problems. So if you're struggling and maybe you're depressed or going through anxiety, fears, worries, you are not alone. Oh, the Lord loves you. God has compassion for you. Just like He did some among a dearly loved people. You know, Elijah was a guy who experienced depression. Jonah was also suicidal. Even David experienced anxiety, fear, worry. And many people, Jeremiah, Isaiah, these people had tears. They knew what it was like to cry, to pour out their soul, to not have a feeling of hope, to not feel that God was near. Even these people were writers of the Bible. Maraming beses na sinasabi niya, God, where are you? Galit na ako sayo. Help me, you know, if you can. May mga ganon, sa daming beses sa Biblia, it's honest and says this is a common thing that people sometimes go through seasons where they feel unwell in their soul. But all the more, we need to go into God's Word for the solutions. And Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Let God change the way you think, then you will know how to do everything that is good and pleasing to Him. Sa ibang translation, it says, Be transformed by renewing your Mind. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 says, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. We've got to actually 
sometimes have a heart-to-heart talk with our, with our own soul. Maaring kailangan mo ng salamin and kausapin mo ang sarili mo. But not you complaining. You got to talk to your soul in a commanding voice. Sabi ni David in Psalms chapter 103, Soul, bless the Lord. It was a command. Kino command ang sarili niyang soul. Sabi niya, soul, uh, you need to bless the Lord. With all that's within me, bless the Lord. Psalms chapter 43 verse 5. Sabi niya, why are you so downcast, my soul? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. So kinakausap, kinakumand ang kanyang soul to cheer up, to put hope in God, to not be so easily wounded. Stop taking it personally, soul. Stop getting offended, soul. Stop complaining, soul. Put your hope in God, soul. Don't feel entitled and selfish, soul. Get up, soul. Get dressed. Go to school online. Go to work in the kingdom of God. Do what you know is right, soul. So we have to talk to our soul. Kailangan talaga nakausapan yung soul. And then over in Psalms chapter 107, uh, verse 1 and 2, he says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. And let the redeemed... Tayo naman yung ni-redeem niya, tinubos niya tayo. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So, kausapan ang soul, but also speak out with your mouth verbally. Let the redeemed of the Lord say say so. Say it. Sabihin mo. So, sa gamit ng bibig, with the life and power, power of life and death are in the mouth. So, we have to say, you know, the Lord is good. I give thanks to Him. His faithful love endures forever. Psalms chapter 91 verse 2. It says, I will say of the Lord. I will say about the Lord. He is my refuge and fortress. Hindi niya sinabi niya, I will think about the Lord. I will study about the Lord. Sabi niya, there's a time he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge. And my strength, my God, and I will trust in Him. And then Psalms chapter 19, verse uh, 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations. Okay, ito yung meditations. Ito yung pinag-iisipin mo. Nagmumuni-muni. Nagmeditate. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, my soul, inside of me, be pleasing to God. So, talagang kailangan ng health checkup natin. But not just physical. We need to have a health checkup for our soul. Mark chapter 7 and verse 9, 19-23. Jesus said, It's not what goes into your mouth. Sinasabi niya about sa pagkain, about sa mga drinks. Sabi niya, it's not what goes into your mouth that makes you unclean or impure. Hindi ka makakasakit at least yung soul. He said, it's what is stored up in your, on, the, on the inside. What's inside your heart? You know, these things that are jealousy and sexual immorality and, and all of the garbage that we are exposed to. Kung ito ay napapile up sa, sa puso natin, sa kaluluwa, that's what makes a person sick in the soul. Sick and impure. You know, there's a lot of people today that would just, if you're honest, you would just say, 
my soul is sick. It may be something mental. It may be something with emotions. You know, you feel bad. And it's just every day. You might have relationships that are not getting better. Your soul, your choices might be wrong choice after wrong choice. And you might have multiple kinds of symptoms from the virus called sin. And you might feel like, ako tinamaan ako ng hindi COVID-19, pero tinamaan ako ng sin sickness, soul sickness. But Jesus said this. He said in Mark chapter 7, verse 19 to 23, it's not what you eat or drink that defiles you or makes you uh, impure. Hindi yan ang nakakapagbigay ng sakit sa kaluluwa mo. It's what's inside of you, not what comes from the outside in. It's what is stockpiled on the inside of you. And as that comes out, now go confirm now you've got a sick soul. If there's sin, if there's frustration and worry, if there's doubts and anger and unforgiveness and jealousy and greed and sexual sins and financial uh, conflicts left and right, there may be a soul sickness that you need healing from. And there's many people without Jesus today. These people without Jesus don't have life. Sabi niya, I am the life. So kung wala si Jesus sa Sa spirit, the spirit and the heart are one. Kung walang si Jesus sa spirit, you're just like a zombie. Mm-hmm. You, you, you have a body, you have a soul, but inside no life. Mm-hmm. And so we need to have Christ inside. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. It says, above all else, guard your heart mm-hmm. because out of it flows the issues of life. Right. We got to have our hearts guarded. Because really, the soul healing doesn't start, or sickness of the soul doesn't start in the mind. Mm-hmm. Sickness of the soul starts in the heart. Mm-hmm. And same way with healing. The antidote, the, the vaccine doesn't start by thinking something. Mm-hmm. It will come to that. We need to think. But it starts by having a person, the person of Jesus inside your soul, inside, inside your having the person of Jesus inside your heart. Jeanine? I agree with that, Pastor Tim. That's why it is very important that to really receive Jesus Christ inside our heart. Because Jesus can heal, restore, and renew whatever it's in your heart. So, friends, this is your time to accept Jesus by confessing, asking help from Him, he can help you. So right now, I'm going to lead you into a prayer. Manalangin tayo. Use your mouth. Confess it because there is power yeah. in saying it. So let's all pray. Jesus, Jesus. salamat sa buhay na binigay mo. Salamat sa buhay Inaamin ko, Inaamin ko na kailangan kita kailangan kita. at ako ay nagkasala laban sa iyo. At ako ay nagkasala laban at ngayon, sa'yo. At ngayon, Tinatanggap kita, tinatanggap kita bilang aking Diyos, bilang aking Diyos at, tagapagligtas. at tagapagligtas. Ikaw na, ikaw na ang, maghari ang maghari sa buhay ko. Sa buhay ko. Pagalingin, mo, pagalingin mo 
Ang puso kong sugatan. Ang puso kong sugatan. In your name we pray. Amen. So congratulations mga kapatid dahil ngayon si Jesus na ay nasa puso mo. At ngayon humanda ka kasi gagalaw at gagalaw siya. Magkakaroon ng healing over your life. Magiging maging magiging free ka pa more than what you are experiencing now. And you will never feel the same again.